welcome back to another episode of In the Highs, In the Lows. This is our Advent series. This is one of the days that we are doing in December. I'm not sure which one because the schedule keeps moving around. Um, But today we're talking about how God is king, and I'm here with the middle school pastor at my church, Bradley. Bradley, say hi. Hey, what's up? This is me. I'm Bradley. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. I'm so excited. Great. Um, Bradley, what's one fun fact about you? Fun fact, um, I and my hands currently have a Rubik's Cube, uh-huh. the 80s uh, children's toy, mm-hmm. um, and in high school, my sophomore year, mm-hmm. instead of paying attention in English to honors because it was um, boring boring and easy yeah. and it was like read a book and I was like, cool. Uh, so mm-hmm. in class, my friend taught me how to do it. And so that's what I did in English that year. Oh, and so is I can, that why you have five of do, them in here? Uh, well, middle school pastor, so oh, I have yeah. all kinds no, of I know. weird things. My middle school small group girls yeah. are in here, and they uh, yeah. play with those every time. Yeah, I can do this in less than two minutes. Oh, that's impressive. That's, that's my fun fact. That's impressive. Yeah. 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 Um, Which isn't, like, really fast, because, like, if you talk to, like, a no, proper a, nerd. No, there was a kid in my middle school who could do it in 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah, as yeah. well. I don't I can't do that. It's still impressive, though. Yeah, I can't bad. do it. I can do, I think Very I've true. done two sides max, but I can't figure out more than that. It's super not fun to watch someone for two minutes try and solve a puzzle. Like, hey, do you want to see it? And then I start doing it, and it's like... See, People if it was 30 Instagram. seconds, it'd be, like, awesome. But, like, right. two minutes, yeah. little, just a little bit past the window of people willing to watch. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I have some questions for you, and you have some questions for me because you prepped a lot, which is a little freaky for me, but it'll be fine. Um, how does your topic describe God? So, it's God being king. God being How does my topic describe God? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to sound sarcastic, so I'll, I'll preface um, how does it describe God? God is king. Mm-hmm. So we think about who God is, and in your series, you've got a lot of descriptors. Mm-hmm. God is faithful. God is all-knowing. God is omnipresent. There are all these mm-hmm. different things. God is forgiving. Um, you describe God as forgiving, you're describing one of his actions. Yeah. God does does forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, God is faithful, another verb. He mm-hmm. has to do the faithfulness thing. If he doesn't do there's the faithfulness, an action tied to it. Yeah. there's no evidence of this behavior. Yeah. You can't just say whatever. Now, mm-hmm. him being all-knowing is a little different Yeah, because he just is. is. Like, how do you know stuff? You just kind of do. Yeah, I mean, and you being a person, like, you, you learned it. Mm-hmm. But now that you have learned it, you can demonstrate this knowledge, yeah. but you can also just have it. Mm-hmm. And so that's an interesting one to cover. Whoever's covering the all-knowing one, that's going to be a fun episode. A person for sure is. I don't remember who it is. God being king um, is a title. Mm-hmm. So it's not something you can use to describe many people. No. Um, we were talking before the pod about you know England having a constitutional monarchy. Mm-hmm. There's a king and a queen. And there's not one. There's not two. Yeah. There's not three. And there's like a very specific hundreds of years old process in determining and Mm -hmm. identifying and anointing one singular person the sovereign of the nation Mm -hmm. they can and you even mentioned that uh, Saudi Arabia doesn't have a constitutional monarchy no they have a normal monarchy I was saying that's even a better example if you're like applying it to God because um, they England has a constitutional monarchy meaning that they the monarchs don't actually have power in England anymore in Saudi Arabia and like North Korea, and I think Japan, those are good examples of a monarchy where the person in, like, the person at the top of the monarchy is also the person in control of the nation. Japan might also be constitutional, though. 
So the king and queen of England are kind of figureheads that don't do mm-hmm. much of the governing, whereas yeah. some of these other... It's the prime minister in England. So in Saudi Arabia, the king of Saudi Arabia... Oh, yeah, he's he in charge. Everything. Oh, yeah, he's in charge. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. When you're descri- when you're thinking about, you know, faithfulness. I can mm-hmm. be faithful. You can be faithful. Mm-hmm. But I can't be king, and you can't be king. Sorry. So, so the king is in one of the interesting traits of who God yeah. is that is like solely and only describes him and mm-hmm. nobody else. Um, no, so being a king has a couple of things. It means you can decide whatever you want. Yeah. It means you have ultimate authority. So yeah, when that's a you fun one. proclaim something to be true as king, that is, is now like the truth. If you create mm-hmm. a rule. If you want to issue a punishment, mm-hmm. who do you answer to? Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the interesting things about God being king is that God answers to no one. Yeah. Is that he is, the buck stops there. Mm-hmm. When he decides, when he says, when he proclaims, that is the end of the conversation. Because mm-hmm. you can't go over his head to his boss and go, yeah. oh, did you hear what God said? Can yeah. you please change? No, you can't no. carry in your way through that. No. Like it's, he has ultimate authority ownership Mm -hmm. responsibility that's why monarchies really aren't super frequent in the world today because there are so many monarchs that are like that it's like you can't have that in charge which is what makes god different as well because he's not a a toxic monarch as i like to say correct yeah correct yeah so that's that's god is king and there's Mm -hmm. a lot more that we'll talk about yeah okay so you have some scripture for us oh so much scripture you do I didn't have enough time to highlight all of it. Stop and stop me, like, and pause me when we, like, go through, because I don't want to, like, just, just, like, go all the way through. Like, run and, over all of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, in the book of Judges mm. is the Solid last book. major stretch of time before the Israelites got a king. So, the book of Judges, mm-hmm. there is no king. No, they're you've got, judges. You've, you've got a people, and even the judges are very seasonal. So mm-hmm. there's not, like, one judge that reigns until that judge is dead and there's a new judge because those aren't judges. Those are kings. Yeah. So what happens is the Israelites are chugging along. They're doing great. Mm-hmm. They start worshiping some other thing, and they mm-hmm. get a little squirrely. And God goes, hey, 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 please stop that. Yeah. And then a uh, army from the north or an army from the east will come in and threaten them and attack them. And they're like, oh no, what do we do? God, help us. And so they Come stop. On, God. So they very quickly stop worshiping that other thing. Yeah. And they go, God, help us, please, 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 please. And they start begging. And God goes, you're my people. I'll take care of you. So I'm mm-hmm. going to raise up a hero. Mm-hmm. Like, like Deborah. I don't want to say, I don't want to say like a superhero. But like, in a lot of these elements, these people yeah. are like supernaturally strong and yeah. smart and powerful, things like that. It's for sure an action-packed book. So the judge then saves them. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, more times than not kind of in the process of saving them they die yeah or they save them a little while goes by then they die mm-hmm. deborah i think is probably the longest she saved them like a bunch which was yeah. really cool then She's after terrible. all that eventually and you see this in first um first samuel is that those people are they're tired of being saved mm-hmm. and they look around to these really strong kingdoms to the north and to the east and to egypt and they're like mm-hmm. man you know what they all have kings. They all have sovereign rulers. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be doing really well. And yeah. so they look at God and go, Get, please give us a king. And mm-hmm. God goes, if that's what you want, then okay. Yeah. And 
that's a pretty pivotal moment between the Israelites and God because the Israelites are saying, God, you are not the king. You are not the highest authority anymore, but mm-hmm. we want we want to implement a human. We want to pick a person yeah. and give that person our ultimate authority. So when mm-hmm. we're wondering about where are we going to get order, who's going to save us, who do we need to worship, who do we need to pay taxes to, who do mm-hmm. we need to seek wisdom from, they're probably going to stop looking to God and probably start looking to their king, whom they think is going to be the answer to all their problems. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you see First Kings, Second Kings... First Chronicles, Second Chronicles, there's some great kings. King yeah. David. Jesus himself is known Solid as the king. son of David. Yeah. Did a great job. Yeah. Solomon, his son. Mm-hmm. Maybe great even dude. better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If they're I not perfect. That. There's some stuff. But then yeah. you read, if you keep reading, there's some messed up kings. Ahab. Oh, yeah. Google, no. Ahab. Google King heck? Ahab. It's, it's a... It's just yeah. a wild ride. There's a reason people don't use the name Ahab anymore, but David and Solomon stuck around name-wise. Yeah. You don't see kids named Ahab. You yeah. see kids named David. Yeah. So um, all this to say, even through like the, the history we just talked about, none of that really describes God as king. Mm-hmm. Earlier in Exodus uh, 15, 18, we see um, Scripture says, the Lord will reign forever and ever. And so the word mm-hmm. reign, when the Lord reigns, that insinuates a rulership. Mm-hmm. That doesn't use the word king. Um, in the context of Exodus, they probably would have thought Pharaoh. Yeah. Because that was the or just superior Egyptian leader king, whatever yeah. term. But when you reign, you are the supreme leader, supreme highest level yeah. of whatever, regardless of what language you're speaking. Yeah. Um, 1 Timothy 6.15 says, uh, which he will display at the proper time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You ever heard the Christmas song? King of King and Lord. Yeah. That song? I think Amy Grant sings a version of that song. My mom loves Amy yeah, yeah. Grant. Right here. So. Right here. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There it is. In the Bible. A lot of Christmas songs do that. King of a lot King of songs in general do that. This is even, I think, doubling down on the kingship. Yeah. He's not the king. He's the king, king of, of kings. kings. Yeah. So if you think there's a king out there, the king of your country, your nation, or peoples, mm-hmm. God's like, Oh, yeah, I'm the king of that king. That king looks at me and goes, oh, that's the real king. So for people who do live in a monarchy or or use that term, and the Lord of Lords, oh, you have a Lord that you look up to, and that Lord Mm -hmm. governs you. Well, I'm the Lord of that Lord. Yeah. And so I think it's pretty pretty firmly established Mm -hmm. that the word king has long been associated with God and Jesus. Do you want to do the Jesus stuff now? Um, Yeah. We can do that, too. So uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all of the Gospels, the Synoptic mm-hmm. Gospels being Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the non-Synoptic Gospel being John. He wrote things a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Jesus is being crucified, he's on trial. He's having a conversation um, with the guy who's putting on on trial. Yeah. And each time that guy asks him, Matthew 27, 11, Mark 15, 2, Luke 23, 3, and John 18, 33, all recorded exactly the same, even in this, the non-synoptic, which is really yeah. interesting. There's not a whole lot. No, most things don't go through all th- four Gospels. Normally it's the first three or maybe one or two. He asks him, are you the king of the Jews? Which, if you read a history book, is the most loaded question he possibly could have asked him. Because yeah. the king, the emperor, is Caesar. Yeah. And this Caesar... This was the time when Rome was in control and like 
big Roman Empire, like scary big Roman Empire. Not only did Caesar claim to be the emperor, mm-hmm. but also claimed himself a deity. Yeah, that's what happens when you're emperor a lot of the time. So when he asks Jesus, oh, so you're the king? Mm-hmm. Are you the big boy? Mm-hmm. Oh, are you the big boy of these Jewish people? Are you the one in charge? Because I'm pretty sure you're under Roman authority. And the Jews were such a part of this massive... I mean, even the city-state was under under Roman control. Mm-hmm. But such a very small part of Roman Empire. And so oh, any yeah. type of rebellion just gets squashed with, yeah. you know, beheadings and murder and swords and... Crosses. And they were, up until, like, this point in human history, the biggest military force the world had ever known mm-hmm. and would know for, for quite a while. So, yeah, I think Ottoman and Mongolia are the only ones that really got up there with them, size-wise. So to say, are you the king? That's a like, risky thing to say. So there's, there's some things going on. There's the historical thing. There's the Jewish people living in the city-state thing. There is um, being under the thumb of Rome because the leader in Israel at the time was a, um, I forget the exact term, but is a Roman ruler instituted and sent by Rome to go and rule those people. Mm-hmm. He was not native born in that yeah. country. So he's a, he's a pawn for he's Rome. He's an outsider and he's a yeah. pawn. Um, so there's, there's all that. But also he's been kind of sarcastic. Mm-hmm. He's kind of poking fun. Yeah. At, at this thing, like, man, people are calling you the king. Are you? Which is a repeated thing, like from this point forward as well, and even a little bit before, but mainly from that point forward. Like we see when he's on the cross, he has that like inscription above the cross that says "King of the Jews," mm-hmm. which is because of this moment. But and sarcastic, but correct. Yeah, which kind of makes it kind of ironic, which it's, is funny. It's so meta and weird and ironic that he's yeah. making fun of Jesus placing him in a very tricky place historically and also is inadvertently oh yeah, yeah for yes, sure right being, are you the king of the jews yeah yeah i mean i, I am i, I mean like was... technically it's more than just the jews technically he'd be the king over rome too not in that way but the, i think the last scripture i specifically have uh pulled out is when in matthew 21 5 when jesus is entering into jerusalem um He's a, he's a week away from dying on the cross. Mm-hmm. And it, it's referred to as the triumphal entry. It's, the, it's mm-hmm. his, like... And they, like, lay down the palm leaves and everything. Lays down the palm leaves. They say, Hosanna, Hosanna, save us, save us. Mm-hmm. And he is the moment of him being the king, and he's, like, riding on a donkey, so he's kind of, like, the king of the people. He doesn't have the big triumphantness. So even the word triumph, mm-hmm. triumphal entry, is a little bit misleading because yeah. it's... It's just Jesus. It's just this guy and a couple of his buddies, and he's riding on a donkey. There's no army. Not his donkey either. There's no banner. A borrowed donkey. Yeah, a borrowed borrowed burrow. Like a rented donkey. Yeah. Uh, And and the phrase is, your king comes to you. And this is um, Matthew's quoting Isaiah 62, 11. Mm -hmm. So this is a fulfillment of prophecy that, that the Messiah is the king, as told by Isaiah which is all kind of happening chronologically, not too far away from when David was king. Um, super fascinating. Mm-hmm. Fulfillment of Old Testament, New Testament, him using the, word, the term king and everything. is. Yeah. I mean, like, that is all awesome. I would even say 
um, you can make a case that like king is a term that is only used to describe God mm-hmm. because it's something that we understand. Mm-hmm. Like if you look back on history, God isn't the one who told Israel to have a king in mm-hmm. like the garden and even like going up up until like when we really Egypt goes into play in Genesis. Like there's no mention of kings really. Like none of that higher authority like that. So this idea of a king, like, it is this idea that we came up with, and God is saying, like, this is something you understand and you comprehend. I'm going to say that I'm in this position so that you understand, when really it's so much more than that. Like, we can say, like, God is king, and he is, Mm -hmm. but that is a human way to describe it. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a reason he goes king of kings and lord of lords. It's because, like, Singing king isn't enough, and the only reason it's like king is because it's something we can use to describe him, which I think is really cool. Absolutely. If, yeah. I wonder I wonder how it gets translated other places. Like if you're That's doing a, a proper question. translation in like a village in Papua New Guinea, mm-hmm. would they pick the word king? Yeah. What? It's like, okay, what word do y'all use? Okay, in India. Okay, in Russia. Mm-hmm. Do Russians call him Tsar of Tsars? sounds really funny that would be to your point yeah that would be their understanding of ultimate authority yeah and it'd be like emperor of emperors like maybe sometimes not in the best way no that a more positively connotated word well i mean even i would say in bible times a lot of Mm -hmm. times saying king of kings doesn't sound too good like by the middle uh, like even Mm -hmm. in the middle ages like if they're if they're reading through the bible and it says king of kings Mm -hmm. those kings were horrible often Mm -hmm. so like saying king of kings it doesn't make you sound too good and just, like, the connotation that we have today is so different that it's, like, okay, now we can see, like, this is a good thing. Like, God is the one who is sovereign, like it says, which is actually one of the other episodes I talk about. That's the first episode. Oh, nice. hmm Because um, I'm a model UN kid, and we talk about sovereignty a lot. Sweet. Um, so I was, like, I'll do that. But, um, like, he is sovereign. He is the one in control. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, across history, those people in control that we're comparing God to, not that great. Like, if you compare the amount of good rulers to bad rulers, Mm -hmm. like, it's not good. Or even just, like, in the Bible, like, if you go into, where's the list of all the good and bad kings when uh, Israel and Judah split? When does that all happen in First and Second Kings? That's in First and Second Kings. That's where it all goes down. Okay, yeah, like even throughout, like, like all he, of that. Hebrews makes a makes a good habit of like recapping history and oh, a true times in Acts and stuff where they're doing sermons and it was yeah, like, your prophets, your people killed the prophets. And yeah, there's like all these examples and stuff. So. Yeah, interesting. But like in that example, like in First Kings and Second Kings, we see all of these kings. The there are six good kings, I think, out Maybe. of like. 20 plus kings it's not great no it's It's not not a good ratio (laughs) nope so this idea that we're calling him king of kings is really really interesting to me because that probably didn't have good connotation until the past like 300 years probably even more than that because even in america Mm -hmm. like at the beginning of history like the revolutionary war or america not the beginning of history but um the idea king of kings calling god that you hate your king do you want the idea of god being king I just think that's really interesting. It really doesn't prove anything. I just think it's interesting. No, it's super I mean, I, th- I think um, not everybody has a great father. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we call God the good. We sing the song, the good, good father. Yeah. And there's a kid whose dad is abusing him mm-hmm. and physically abusing his wife, his mom. And I'm supposed to call God father? Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass for me Yeah. on the, on the father thing. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's just a part of sin that corrupts what was supposed to be good. Yeah. And even looking at the kings, man, God's like, man, this this thing could have been good. Yeah. And maybe as a part of God's whole plan from the beginning was they are going to um, ruin the king thing mm-hmm. and then I'm going to redeem it because yeah. I will claim I will claim the title king yeah. and then I will restore what they broke, mm-hmm. which is the same for the father thing. Yeah. Hey, the father thing, not great for you, maybe. No. Um, but I, God's saying I, I am the father and mm-hmm. what has been broken, I am going to restore. I'm going to yeah. be the perfect version of the thing that you didn't even know it could be like this. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know how much else you have. I don't have anything yeah, else. Yeah, so but... I just have a couple of things. So awesome. I, I think of um, the term Christ. So if we're going to focus on Jesus as king, not just mm-hmm. God, but like the Trinity. Yeah, Father, as Son, Holy Spirit thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus Christ. A lot of folks know that some people don't, is that Christ is not Jesus' last name. Mm-mm. It's a very modern... Um, American surname kind of way of describing it, mm-hmm. but the term um, is is a title. It's similar to king in the way it's a title. So we so it, um, we call people. You know, my last name is Britain. You would call me Mister Britain. Mm-hmm. We put it in that order: Mister first, then Britain. But if our if our terms were a little different, it could very easily be Britain Mister. Mm-hmm. This was the same case. Instead of calling. Yeah. Christ Jesus, although some people do call him Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. it's like calling him Mr. Yeah. Or, but instead of it being just a, anybody who's a guy can be it's called Mr. Yeah. And this, this is something that's only reserved for people who are anointed. So the word mm-hmm. Christ in the Greek just means anointed one. Uh, and the types of people in scripture we see that get anointing are kings. Yeah. So you look back into David and David was the anointed one mm-hmm. and then you see jesus often referred to as the son of david and if david is a king and david has a son that son will also be a king so calling mm-hmm. him the son of david is essentially calling him the king calling him jesus yeah. christ is calling him the king mm-hmm. and so all of these titles around him are all very kingly in nature yeah which i think is really cool yeah that is really, really cool. Other things. Okay, so uh, G- Jesus being king, if we think about it literally, yes, we've gone all done the Bible and historical mm-hmm. stuff. <clears throat> and if if you acknowledge Jesus as king, then you follow him. Mm-hmm. And if he says something, you do it. Yeah. Uh, if he says He's don't king, do something, you so. don't do it. Like yeah. he, can, he can deal out rules and punishments however he wants. Mm-hmm. He's the king. What if, in a metaphorical way, you refuse to acknowledge Jesus as king. Does the throne sit empty? Do you just put something else in that? Like Yeah. I mean often like you're I don't know, in my life, like I wouldn't say I I necessarily refuse to put Jesus as king, but mm-hmm. I start switching him out. Like mm-hmm. slowly. Um, but it's like all of a sudden something else is in control because it's like I start following other things like social media. I'm spending hours a day on my phone and I'm spending two minutes looking at my Bible, not even reading it. It's just sitting on my desk and I'm looking at it from afar. It's like, is Jesus really king right now? Because my actions aren't showing it and they're not like 
like looking at like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the Bible when they are faced against a king and mm-hmm. they've refused to bow down. They're not looking for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to go, oh yeah, he's king. They're looking for them to actually do the action. Because if they say, oh yeah, he's king, that's great. Do Obey. what the king says then. Obey. Yeah. Prove it. Show me. Yeah. So. I think there, there are times in my life when <clears throat> um, school was the king. And so, oh, for sure. So when it came to my GPA, my grades, my assignments, they mm-hmm. ruled my life. Yeah. If school got crazy, then that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And if school had rules, that's what I did. Um, there's times in high school where, like, my friends were the king. Yeah. And so what my, I followed. They said, let's go. And I said, I'm with you. Yeah. And whatever they wanted to do, I did. And whatever they thought, I thought. Whatever music they liked, I yeah. liked. I yeah. mean, I served served them the way I would serve a king. And yeah. I, ob- I was obedient to yeah. them. What happens when we're obedient to a boy or mm-hmm. a girl, like in a romantic way? Like mm-hmm. they're the king and whatever they say. Yeah. They are the sovereign of my life. And yeah. anything they do or say is absolute truth, and I will obey them to the end. Yeah, that's not that's like that's super not, healthy. not good. No, even things no. that are good. Like I had an internship when I was in college. Mm-hmm. I would say there was a season of where like everything I did served the internship. Mm-hmm. If I made a life choice, it was in service to the internship. Yeah. So was I following God, or was I following a job? I would intern at a church, so the lines got real, real, real wonky. Yeah. But ultimately, no, I wasn't serving God. I was serving my own future career ambitions. Yeah. And that's, like, not good. Yeah. For sure. And if we don't think of God as a king, he's just a, not an ephemeral fairy man. Yeah. Who, yeah, he's real powerful, or he's an old man in the sky. Mm-hmm. He's helpful when I need him. Helpful when I need him, but is he is he an authority? Yeah. Does he does he make the rules? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are like, well, why they, you know we question God? Why would why would God allow this evil thing to happen? Why would whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I think it makes sense for people to to ask those questions, and I think those questions are good. And they yeah. allow for debate and conversation and speculation. Mm-hmm. But like, when you view God as King, things are a little bit things are a little bit different for you and your faith and your relationship with Him can start to change. Yeah, for sure. Anything you heard that was like, was any of this stuff brand new, or am I just kind of like rehashing stuff that everybody probably already knows? Um, I think it was brand new, but I couldn't tell you what was brand new. <laughs> So, cool. yeah, I for sure learned something. It was very interesting. I just, once again, could not tell you what I learned. Yeah. I'll be able to tell you in a couple of days. That's fine. <laughs> once it settles. What is, we probably don't have a ton of time left, but. Uh, I mean, there's no real time on it. So there's people who listen to this who probably are Christians. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yes, Lord. Yes, King. Amen. Hands raised, <laughs> the whole thing. That's great. Love that. Mm-hmm. People who are listening who don't believe in this and are yeah. not believers and either are of a different faith or or atheist or agnostic or whatever they or they claim. Yeah. How does how is this hitting, hitting their ears? Is this weird? Is this? That's a good question. Is this? I mean, we have a president. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not really the same. 
No, a president's not a good comparison, especially the way we have it in the U.S., just because the way our government's split up. Yeah. I'm thinking about this way too governmental. That's fine. But um, a lot of my viewers who don't know Jesus do model UN with me. So yeah. they also think about it in a very governmental stance. So president's the wrong way. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think in the world mm-hmm. today, your best example is the king mm-hmm. of Saudi Arabia because he's mm-hmm. very much in control. He's the one doing stuff behind the scenes. This puts it in a bad connotation. Saudi Arabia already kind of puts it in a bad connotation. Well, you know. Kim Jong-un is also a really good example. He's yeah. not great with his citizens. A lot of examples of, of abuse. Yeah, of yeah. He's not yeah. great, but yeah. also the way he has complete sovereignty over his entire nation mm-hmm. is where it's like that might actually be your best example. So people who are not Christians... Are hearing are hearing <laughs> us compare God's sovereignty to, to Kim Jong Un? Yeah. Are probably like, yeah. No, thank you. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. And See, we're talking about humans. Yeah. Humans are sinful. That's where it's different because it's like it goes into God that thing not. again. Like, we're trying to put God in mm-hmm. this human position, mm-hmm. which we can't. Mm-hmm. Like, God is not in a human position, and God isn't corrupt. But it's like the reason I think that Kim Jong Un is a good example, mm-hmm. oddly enough, is because his um, power, his, power, his power is a good example. His power, yeah. Um, on top of that, like a lot of what he's doing, in a way, it is good for North Korea, which sounds weird. I'm thinking I am very much like I know how to think about the economics wise and mm-hmm. like the way that things get done and stuff like that. So the way he did it, he does things is actually really beneficial because a lot of it is like. He doesn't let people know right up front, Hmm. which is often like what God does is a lot of you won't understand exactly God's path right away. Hmm. Then again, God's path isn't going to lead to abuse Mm -hmm. like Kim Jong-un's might, um, which is like obviously where they're different, Mm -hmm. but um, and they're not like similar personality wise at all. Well, and if Kim (laughs) Jong-un wasn't about totalitarian regimes and was more about like, hey, how do we feed everybody on the earth? Yeah. He could use his power for good. But we're not going to find a leader like that on the world. Never. But, um... Just like, if you, it, don't don't think of Kim Jong Un. Think of the person in charge of North Korea. Yeah. Think like that. That yeah. might be better. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just think you know, um, if I'm if I'm not a Christian, I'm not a believer, and I'm listening to your podcast. This is episode. One of them. Episode one of them. This is one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. I uh, see there. there I been, think it's four. There have but been I could be wrong. some, a few episodes yeah. before this. There's been a couple. <laughs> So as, as you're kind of like desiring for people to put together a holistic worldview mm-hmm. of who God is from all these different elements, um, this is one of the elements. And mm-hmm. when, you put, when you put the whole Sudoku puzzle together, mm-hmm. this is a key element that locks it all in place, but is not the only one. Yeah. Because all the other characteristics and elements of who God is make his kingship even better. Make his, yeah. his regime, his reign Mm-hmm. is of the qualities that you're describing in previous yeah. and future podcasts. Because it's like, I know we're going to talk about God is loving, God mm-hmm. is good, God is faithful. That one would have already came out by now. Um, and all of these things. And it's like, that's where it does differ from humans. Because humans, like like you said, power tends to, to corrupt absolute. Mm. Um, power does tend to corrupt. Like, that's like, if you go down to the roots of communism, I'm really hitting it with these historical analogies today. But if you go to the roots of communism, the reason communism can't work is because people go for power. Mm-hmm. God is a person, not a person, God is a God in power, 
But the difference between God being in power and like me being in power, for example, is that God is good and I'm not. And God is loving and I'm not. And it's like, yeah, you could say I have loving qualities about me or I have good qualities about me and there's things that I do which is good or things that I do which are loving. But like in comparison to God, it's nothing because I'm a sinful person and I'm a person where at the end of the day, what I'm doing is going to be for my own nature. And that's the reason that like, like we were talking about the Romans. The Romans had this huge emperor and this huge empire because these people were going for power, power, power. God's not going for that. Yep. Like he has the power. He doesn't, he's not shooting for more power. That's another way he's different from Kim Jong Un. He's yeah, not, he's great. not shooting for no. power. He's not murdering folks left and right. No, to no. Jockey for position. He already yeah. has it. No, he's not testing nukes in the ocean, allegedly. And if I think of, okay, if, if I'm not a Christian and I had to pick one person to mm-hmm. be the king, what would I want that person to be like? Then you listen to the rest of your podcast episodes. Yeah. And you go, I want them to be loving. Yeah. And gentle and mm-hmm. kind and forgiving. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, we would go, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Here's God. Yeah. Because this is this is the king that you're asking for. Mm-hmm. And he's here and he's all these things. And so worth, yeah. think you're not a Christian listening to this and you hear the king thing and you want, okay, what kind of king would be a great king? Mm-hmm. Keep listening because yeah. we're going to talk more about that kind of king. One of, I think, there's two that I think are really, really good, yep. which, because I now have the list pulled up so that I don't have to keep coming up with bad historical examples. Um, <laughs> but um, one that we have in a couple days is uh, Provider, which Drake does. You work with Drake a lot because yep. he's like a student intern here, kind of. But um, Yeah, he's doing a mentoring internship thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's dope. Yeah, and it's, nobody fully knows what it is, but no, you and Drake. No, definitely not. But, um, we'll it yeah, out. cool. Um, but he's talking about how God is provider, and I know I brought up in that one about how um, when Israel has just left um, Egypt and they're begging for food from God, and God brings down this manna from heaven. Mm. And that's such a good example of who God is as a king. Like, he is providing. He is bringing, like, there's quite literally bread, bring, like, falling down from heaven. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a God who provides. And then the other one that I think is really, really good. Oh, there's three, because I'm now realizing loving is done by Matt Thigpen. Great. Which is going to be awesome. That's going to be so much Y'all are going to love Matt Thigpen. Better than this episode, for sure. Um, I don't know about that. This solid contender. <laughs> <laughs> See, God would have said that nicer than I did. Um, and then another one is Gracious, which I'm doing with Metter, which we recorded that one last night. That oh, one's cool. really, really good. And about how God is gracious. Because if you want a king in charge, you want a God and a king that's going to be gracious. You know, you don't want a king who you look at him the wrong Vengeful way and you're killed. And good, like, yeah. mm-hmm. like the Pharaoh in, um, what's called in Joseph's story, who yeah. kills the baker, I think. Oh, That's just, the baker. He just chops their heads off. No, and just, then it's like whoosh. eaten out by birds. Mm-hmm. It's real gross. Super good. So, yeah. Those are some of the things. There's a lot more, though. Those are just some of my favorites in the first ones that I saw. <laughs> you're going to have to keep. You don't have to keep listening. Yeah. Keep su- yeah. subscribe. Yeah. Click that bell. Yeah, you can or follow. That YouTube? That's YouTube. No. There's no bell. Yeah, subscribe okay. and bell are both YouTube. Okay. But you can Dang follow it. on Spotify yeah. and Apple Podcasts, I think. And I you can it. have notifications on, you just don't say bell. What a segue. Um, I great job, Bradley. What I'm a segue. so proud. Speaking of that, we should probably bring up <laughs> <laughs> We should probably bring up Google Podcasts. Um I don't know if you can follow on Google what Podcasts. What is your issue with Google Podcasts? I don't know. But 
nobody uses it. Have you ever Don't listened? No, but I hate them. <laughs> Have you listened to a podcast on Google no, Podcasts before? Never. Okay, did never. you know Google Podcasts exists before today? Mm. You figured it exists, but did you know? I mean, they're they do everything. They okay, do that podcasts. wasn't my question. <laughs> my question was, did you figure that it exists, or did you know for a fact figure. that it exists? Okay, it yeah, that's situation. my point. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, yeah. So, do you do you think you've ever met a person that uses Google Podcasts? Um, I've met a lot of Android fanboys that are like, I refuse to touch an Apple product. Because yeah, that's what Spotify's it, for. Yeah. It's all green, <laughs> just like all the Android stuff. Somebody somebody out there. I clearly use Apple Music. <laughs> somebody out there is a, is a Google boy, is a Google, Google girl. I don't, <clears throat> I don't think anybody listening to this podcast is. So. Well, you're not publishing it there, so they're definitely not. <laughs> no, I am publishing it oh, there. Oh, are you? Yeah, no, it's publishing. Oh, they're definitely people. They're That's definitely. why I mention it. Because Your podcast is doing better than 80% of Spotify podcasts. You're in the top sharing 20% wise. of being shared. Yeah. Being it's actually on the Instagram, which you should go, you go follow, at in the highs, dot in the lows. We announce the podcast topics every day in the morning, and then the podcast will already be on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts if you want to listen to it you should listen to it it's not if you want to just just listen to it um please 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 i'm determined to hit top 10 percent of shared podcasts next year on spotify in the background yeah just get those just listen to like the first five seconds and then you can like turn your volume down um no you should for sure listen they're all gonna be really good okay i'm just gonna wrap it up now because we've hit I believe 40 Great. minutes. It's too much. It's um, too much. Cool. We're over. We're done. Alrighty, cool. Thank y'all so much for listening. Bye bye.